0: welcome my friends to the power of you podcast my name is ashley ta i am a mother of three an army wife an entrepreneur and my hopes with this podcast is to truly show you the power of you and to show you how magical you are in this very moment i am so happy that you're here and i cannot wait to dive into today's episode so let's go Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the Power of You podcast. I am so happy you are here for yet another episode because today's episode is a good one. Today, I am going to be talking about unlearning toxic habits that we might've picked up or developed over the years and throughout time. And I feel like this isn't something I personally hear a lot of people talking about when it comes to personal growth, but something that is definitely super important as you grow into different versions of yourself and let me just say when I say toxic habits this could be so many things that you have implemented into your daily habits and routines that used to align with you and where you were at a previous part of your journey but as we grow through and as we go through things in our life we will continue to find that maybe some things we thought were good for us at the time, or a habit, or a practice, or a way of living we thought was good for us, actually, in a different lens, is looking like something that could actually be a toxic habit. Which, like I said, if it's been something that you've been practicing or doing for a long time, and now you just do it without thinking about it, it could be something that is actually hindering your progress or affecting you mentally and emotionally or not allowing you to actually see the growth that you are wanting within your journey. So what could be a toxic habit that maybe you have implemented into your journey? Let's let's just say, let's let's talk about a fitness journey, okay? Cuz I can share something that I feel like a lot of us Have done or even still do on a daily basis, and that is step on the scale. So, when I first started my weight loss journey back in 2014, I was around 235 pounds, and for me, that was the most I ever weighed. I honestly felt so bad about myself, my self esteem was at an all time low. I hated my reflection in the mirror, I was constantly, just constantly at war with myself. And this was the starting point for me in my journey to just start to feel better. But in this journey, as I started, it was purely, I just want to lose weight. That was it. When I started, I just wanted to lose weight. It didn't matter about anything else. I did not care if I learned anything else. I just wanted to weigh less. Because my entire life, I was always the bigger kid. I was always made very aware that I was the bigger kid. And because of this, I had a really hard time fitting in as a kid. And I had a hard time feeling accepted. And I always thought that maybe if I just weighed less, maybe if I wasn't the big kid, and I was just the small kid, I was the smaller version of myself, that I would fit in. And not only fit in, I would be accepted. So when I started this journey... After my first baby, back in 2014, like I said, I just wanted to weigh less. So my everything was poured into the scale because the scale was going to tell me that. And every single morning, every single morning, I would wake up and I would step on the scale. And depending on the outcome of the numbers reflected back at me is how I would feel. And so, yes, I would let the scale dictate how I felt that day. Not just happy or sad, but how I felt about myself that day. My self-worth. Whether I was going to feel good about myself or if I was going to think that I was just failing. I put everything into what that number on the scale said to me for years. And it was a habit. It was a habit that at the time I thought it was just me being self-aware. That was self-awareness. But what I have actually learned over the years is that the scale is just one tool of measurement. And oftentimes, our weight can fluctuate for so many different reasons, especially as females. The scale could reflect a a two to five pound difference just because you're about to start that time of the month. And that's normal. But when you get yourself into a habit of stepping onto the scale every day and expecting for it to go up and down, and then you don't see that for whatever reason, it can be defeating. And it, and it did feel defeating to me. It felt discouraging when it didn't reflect my way. And I would always just try to do a little bit more that day if it showed that I gained weight. So that way, the following day, when I stepped on the scale again, because I did every single day, I hoped and I prayed that maybe it would go in my favor. It was a very vicious cycle of me competing against what that number said and putting all of my worth, all of my hard work, all of the dedication to myself, everything was going into what the scale said to me every single day. But the worst part of it all is I truly did not view the fact that I stepped on the scale every single day as toxic. And you know, not only did I step on the scale daily, but every single day I stepped on it, I tracked my weight. I physically would write down the number on a little calendar that I bought from the dollar store that I hung hung in my bathroom. I would write the number down, real talk, every single day. That way, I could compare numbers. And like I said, at the time, this did not feel toxic to me. It just felt like part of the process. I did not see this as toxic, and you could not tell me otherwise. I truly thought that this was doing me no harm. But boy, was I, I was so, so wrong, because over time, this was a habit that affected me mentally, physically, emotionally, and it was something that I did to myself for years Every single thing that I did, all of my hard work that I put into my body and wanting to change it for better always resulted back in. But what does the scale say? And I truly, I truly hate that for me. And I hate that I had to experience that. And I let that be something that was just a part of my daily habits. And knowing what I know now, even though it did take me, like I said, years to break up with the scale and to not put all of my hard work and my focus into the scale and to remember that there are other measurement tools you can gauge your success when it comes to your weight loss. Something that I always tell my clients when it comes to focusing on no-scale victories is focus on how your clothes are fitting you. Focus on your energy levels. Do you notice that you are feeling more energetic throughout your day versus feeling less lethargic? And another big thing that that I feel like we tend to overlook is, do we notice that we are feeling stronger? Are we noticing that we're doing more in the gym? Are we lifting heavier? Are we running longer or faster? Are we doing things now that maybe we couldn't do a month or two ago? Focusing on your strength and what your body can do for you is such a great tool for measuring your success in your fitness journey. But another toxic habit that I developed over the years that I've been very, very vocal about on my Instagram as of of this year is the toxic hustle culture that we live in. And the fact that as I was growing through my business, I was always taught by multiple leaders, by multiple mentors to go, go, go and do, do, do. And honestly, I would describe myself as a very goal oriented person. I love to work. I love my work. I love helping people. I love creating an impact on others. And I love sharing my own experiences with others so that maybe they can take the things that I have gone through and I have learned and I have grown through and implement it into their own lives. But when it comes to the business side, when it comes to being an entrepreneur and creating your own business, and even if you are a part of an MLM business or you're running some type of business that allows you to work from home and create your own hours... This is where for for me at least. Creating your own hours and being able to do things that you want on your own terms in your own time. This is where for me that toxicity comes into play. I've truly had to unlearn so much about what I have learned in the last 10 years when it comes to running a business. I've had to unlearn that being in a business mode 24/7 is not healthy. And that might sound shocking, like, duh, nobody works 24-7. But the thing about being an entrepreneur is when you are an entrepreneur, your mind never shuts off. So even when you're not working, even though, and I will I will be completely transparent with you, even when I'm not working and I have my phone put away and it's on do not disturb and I'm hanging out with the family or I'm watching a movie, something will be said or something will happen Or I'll think of something. It will just pop in my head. Oh, I should implement this into my next group coaching program. Or, oh, I need to add these revisions to my workbook. Or, oh, I should. It's always, always going on. So to have that and to really struggle to turn that off as an entrepreneur, which I know I'm not alone in that at all. I know that that's a constant struggle that entrepreneurs face. You just, you can't turn off your brain. But this doesn't just apply to entrepreneurs. If you work in a job where your job is very demanding and you're constantly needing to do more and to be more and to bring more to the table, this could be something that you struggle with too. And that you constantly just have tabs open in your brain and you're constantly just thinking of things that need to be done or added or created. And it's just really hard to turn that off. So I get it. I truly get it. Because like I said, I have been sharing this on my own social media for the last year, if not more, about just falling into this toxic hustle culture where we're just taught to just always be doing something, whether it's for your fitness journey or your health or your business. But the thing that I have learned when it comes to my business is, the more that I take time off and away, like truly away from my business, And I allow myself to pour into myself and to relax and to not stress about the things that need to get done and to really, truly fill my own cup so that when I do return to work and I do return to the space that I love to create and inspire and impact, I can show up completely recharged and full of really great ideas and I can show up with passion and excitement. And I can feel like I'm ready to give my 100% best because I took time away to do the things for myself that make me feel good and that make me happy and that has honestly nothing to do with work. Does that make sense? But these are just a few habits of my own that I have learned are very toxic, even though at a different stage in my journey and of my life, I didn't view them as toxic I viewed them as productive and I viewed them as self-aware. I did not see them how I see them now. And that's the thing is as we continue to grow through our journey and we, we meet different versions of ourselves and we see different phases of our, of our lives, it is normal to look back and look at things that we are doing now or that things we are implementing now that might not necessarily align with who we are right now. And that's okay. Because as you continue to grow, you definitely can outgrow things and, and all for different reasons. But just by being self-aware and acknowledging and identifying toxic habits that you might have implemented years ago, thinking that they were serving you, and maybe they were, but realizing now that they are toxic habits that you want to focus on unlearning is the first step in doing so. So after you acknowledge that, and after you are self-aware of the things that you want to unlearn, you have to identify the triggers and explore the situations, the emotions, and even experiences that will lead you to want to engage in these toxic habits. So for example, going back to the scale thing. For me, it was an act of getting up in the morning, going to the bathroom, and then without even thinking about it, getting on the scale. It was so much of a habit that I didn't even think about it. So what I had to do was I had to actually physically remove my scale from my bathroom. And when I say removed it, I don't mean just took it out and put it in another room. I took it out and I hid it in the back of the hallway closet in a storage bag so that I wasn't even tempted to pull it out and use it. So after you identify the triggers and you can remove, like I said, removing the scale, You need to replace that toxic habit with a positive one. So as I mentioned earlier, I have been focusing heavily on how do my clothes fit? Do I notice my pants are fitting a little bit looser? How are my shirts fitting? How do I feel? Even things like, are my sports bras fitting a little bit looser? But also things like, what is my energy level like? And this has been a huge sign for me. Because when I'm not active or when I'm not fueling my body properly or taking care of myself... I will definitely feel more lethargic and not as driven. So paying attention to my energy level is a big way for me to gauge my progress that doesn't involve me stepping on the scale. But all in all, by redirecting my energy for that toxic habit and putting it towards a positive alternative, it will help break up that cycle of toxicity. But also unlearning toxic habits truly is a transformative part of your journey that will lead you to that personal growth that you're seeking. And by fostering that self-awareness and setting clear goals and redirecting your energy to new and positive habits, we definitely can break free from those toxic patterns and cultivate a more positive and fulfilling life. But as always, remember, change takes time and effort but with the determination and the belief in your own power and your potential, you can successfully unlearn toxic habits and embrace a much healthier and happier future. I know you can, but that's just kind of where my head's been lately when it comes to unlearning things that I have taught myself in the past and just focusing on healthier habits that will make me feel better about the things that I am doing in my life on a daily basis. And Like I said, these are just a few things in my own life that I have been noticing that I am practicing unlearning. But remember, unlearning toxic habits can also be things like resisting the urge to water yourself down to fit in, or seeking external validation over self-assurance, or believing that your self-worth depends on your productivity level, or distracting yourself from those hard feelings to avoid processing them, or pretending like you're fine instead of asking for help. It could also look like ignoring your own boundaries to please others, or sacrificing your voice, opinions, and beliefs to avoid conflicts, or even choosing not to celebrate your own accomplishments because you feel that other people have bigger or better accomplishments. I truly urge you to really look inward at the habits that you have in your life and maybe just look back at some of your longest habits, some of the things that you have been implementing for such a long time, especially the things that you just do without even thinking about it. Ask yourself, are these habits serving me? Or are these habits actually something that might be toxic and that I need to focus on unlearning and replacing with positive habits that will continue to serve me and my growth? But anyways, that is all I have for you today. Thank you so much for listening. And like always, I appreciate the love and support. It really does mean so much to me. Hopefully you were able to take something away from this episode. And if something resonated with you today in this episode, I would love to hear it. Come find me on Instagram. My handle there is at the real Ashley Taw. No spaces. The real Ashley Taw. Let's continue the conversation there. But again, thank you so much. And remember, take care of yourself from the inside out. I will see you next time.